Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. boots. We thought we might have a chat about succulents today. I love succulents. Everyone's crazy about them. And there's lots of reasons. Here's, and I'll give you a few. <laughs> go. Ready, right. set, go. So they're incredibly low maintenance. You don't, and they haven't got a lot to look after except, except they flower. You just take the top off them. They're low on water use. So they're great in pots or in that dry part of the garden you've got. Mm-hmm. They produce absolutely stunning flowers. They sure do. And then you can mix them up with all the wonderful colours that they produce. Some have got blacks and some have pinks and some are green, so there's some superb colours there, as there are in shapes and sizes, so they're just fantastic. What is a succulent and where did they originate from? Well, they originated mainly from desert conditions where a plant um, will get maybe just one good shower of rain in order to, to suck up as much moisture and then hold that and live, live off that moisture for the rest of its life in that, uh, in that particular year. So they're generally from high desert areas or, or low rainfall areas. That's where they originally come from. And, but they do come from all over the world as well, they don't do, they? I mean, yeah. you would sort of imagine that they're desert plants, but they actually come from all, all areas of the world. Absolutely, they're yeah. Incredible plants, yeah, really. Absolutely. Their appearance is unique and their decorative value is, you know, that's. I think that's part of the reason they're so popular because they are so decorative and you can do so many things with them. You've got to really max, maximise them by putting in big groups and that's where you really make a, a win-win with them. People have done all sorts of things. They make them into reeds. They make them into decorative tabletop things for weddings. You know, they're mm-hmm. used for everything and they seem to survive any sort of, you know, whatever anyone does to them, they survive. Yeah. They're incredibly yeah. strong. They are, they're terrific in that way. And you know what? A lot of people don't realise just how good they are in full shade. Oh, really? They're fantastic yeah, in no, full shade. Yeah, no, I didn't realise that. So what, so all of them? Not all of them, but um, a lot of the Echeverias, for instance, yeah. will, will tolerate the, the full shade. Yeah. Uh, Ioniums, which is another variety, yes. will, will tolerate that. Yeah. But I love using them and seeing them in massed in big pots and so forth or uh, mass planted into garden beds. I think they're just a wonderful foil for uh, other plants. So speaking of pots, let's talk about their conditions and what sort of potting mix and what, you know, what they need. Okay, so they need something specific, don't they? Really? They do, I yeah. Do. So you'll actually find in, in some of the big green, big green warehouse, you'll find that they have actual cactus and succulent mixes. Mix. It's very, very open. They're used to, to growing in open soils, for instance, mm. free draining. Mm. So they've got to capture as much of that water either through their leaves or quickly through their root systems. So it's okay. an open potting mix. And what is the best sort of pot to plant them in? Then, that, that would mean that it would be good in a terracotta pot? They love terracotta yes. pots, really yeah. do. More so than plastic pots because yeah. plastic pots can attract their, their roots out to the sides and then you get really, really hot day, that black pot attracts the heat yes. and it will tend to burn those burn roots, roots off. So terracotta pots are just fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, you can pick them up from the side of the road. I knowing, know, as you have. Yeah, as, as I have, yes, taken them home and cleaned them out and potted them up, you know, and they're just brilliant. And they're incredibly cheap. If you don't find them on the side of the road, they are incredibly cheap they to are. buy. So yeah. that, that's another benefit. And they look great. I think they look great because they've got that sort of desert feel. It just all looks good. They the, do. The whole look. Yeah. Fantastic. What about pests? 
Are they, you know, prone to certain pests? Yeah, and, you know, their biggest pest in actual fact is something they would never, ever come across in their natural environment, and that is snails and slugs. Mm. Snails and slugs absolutely love them. Yes, you're right. I can just picture some of mine out the back now which have got big holes in their leaves. Yes, and that'll be from the old snail or the old slug. Naughty things. But now what about you? Well, how many, do you have any inside your house? Do you have them on the outside? Where where do you tend to want to um, Well, there's no such thing as an indoor plant. I mean, most plants have got to spend some time outside. So we, we tend to bring in those that are flowering, that are looking really, really good and use those for a bit of a, a decorative time and then take them back out so they can, you know, enjoy the, the fresh air and everything else that's out there. They've got such an enormous use in, in, in terms of the landscape as well, you know. Well, that was the next question I had for you. As far as your designs are concerned, do you use them often in your designs? Yes, I do, but only when clients really request them or I think that it's such a, a good reason to have them. If I can sort of say to the client, well, look, you know, this little spot over here is going to really benefit from putting in succulents then mm. and I can convince them on that basis, mm. then, yeah, that's how it's, how I'll, I'll incorporate them. And would you consider for some of your coastal designs would be something you would consider more than a different type of design? I mean, because I imagine it, it being great in the coastal sort of environment. And that then is lending itself more to Mediterranean-type gardens, mm. which are just, you know, gardens that are affected by salt mm-hmm. and spray and heat. And dryness mm. because of the sand. Because they're so tough, they would cope with all they of that. Tough with, they, yeah, they, they're tough just tough. Little, tough little things. They're amazing. Why do you think, apart from that, that they are so popular? I mean, they, they became so popular about 10 or so years ago. All of a sudden, there was this succulent craze. Is it because people realize that they can, people who maybe are not gardeners as such, know that they're going to, they're going to be able to grow something like that in any (laughs) environment. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It became a real a trend, but it was started off by a niche market when when someone grew some varieties or or imported some varieties that no one had ever seen before. And they were just absolute standouts. I mean incredible, incredible plants. Yeah. There's one that I just absolutely adore and it's called Kalanchoe beharensis. Never heard of that one. It's, it's otherwise no, known as the felt bush. Oh, so yeah. it's got yes, leaves yes, that are yes, thick yes. And, and felty-like. Yes. And it's a it's a plant that um, I used to tell people, look, you know, if, if you don't know whether you want a plant or a dog, this plant <laughs> is just perfect for you because it just oh, feels you touch, so lovely It feels to like touch. a sort of dog's ears or something. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> That's unusual. Yeah. I have to admit, I, I wasn't a fan until I, I was at a, at a market of some kind and I saw a little a stall and found they had, they had a whole lot of cuttings of succulents and I brought them home and they have grown into the most magnificent plants over the years. They grow to quite a large size yeah, if you look absolutely. after them properly and they are, you're right, they are magnificent varieties. Mm-hmm. So these tiny little things I thought I didn't know what it what was going to come of them, yeah. became these amazing-looking plants. So they are really an amazing, gorgeous Absolutely. plant that you can do all sorts of things with. So, And I'll tell you what my favourites are. Well, tell me. All right. Aloe barbare, which is the tree aloe, which has got great big thick stems that come up. Absolutely a standout plant. Mm. Absolute standout. Mm-hmm. The aloe um, arborescens, which is that the one that you see around in a lot of the old gardens, a great big thing has the little orange flower heads coming up on the top that's flowering up actually at, at the moment. Okay. There's, of course, the one I just mentioned, the Kalanchoe Bearensis. Yes. Then there's a, the Kalanchoe Lucier, which is the flapjack. Yes, the yes, flapjack I know the flapjack. Succulent, yeah. You're just- and then, of course, all the Echeveria uh, varieties. 
And then for lovely contrasts, I love using the cotyledon silver waves up against the Aeonium Schwarzkopf. Oh, Keith, you're very good with your names, aren't you? If only I knew my... I could mention my favourites, but I don't know the names of them. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Just as long as you love them. I do. I do. Senecio Serpent, which is otherwise known as as blue chalk, so you see that blue chalk used, sticks. Yes, yeah, no, that definitely that, know that one. Yeah, you see that used, and a, a people lot now. use them on their nature strips. We have a we have a neighbour down the road, further down the road, who has put them all over his nature strip, which is an unusual choice, I would have thought, but yeah, it works for him. Works works for them. That's yeah, all right. Yep, yep. And then of course there's the agave attenuata. Oh yes, yes. Which, um, I do know. I, that I one. saw flowering about a month ago, and the flower head was probably maybe three meters. Long. Wow. It was just amazing. That reminds me, the flowers last for such a long they time. Do. They really last for months on end. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just brilliant. Yeah. They're great. That's all I've got for, for the love of succulents. Well, then I think we can finish on that because mm. there is no doubt that succulents are fabulous plants to grow because of their flexibility, their ability to manage most conditions, and their beauty, which lasts all year round. And what could there not be to love about that? Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.